This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1666. Let's switch gears. How to use car vocabulary to talk about making changes. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection with your American host, Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Arizona and Colorado, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. When you talk about changes in your career, you want to be able to describe a smooth transition. Today, learn how to use car vocabulary to describe changes in your career and your life. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Hey, Aubrey, how are you doing today? I am great, Lindsay. How are you? Oh my gosh, I am excited. Our listeners are excited to hear your voice, guys. Every once in a while, we are lucky enough to have Aubrey on the show. So welcome. Yes, thank you. I know. So fun to be here. You guys know I'm usually over on IELTS Energy, but I've been able to be here more and more lately. We did that really fun grammar series. If you guys Mm -hmm. missed that, go check it out. Definitely check it out. But Aubrey, I do have an important question for you to start off the episode today. Are you ready? (laughs) Yes. All right. So Aubrey, do you know how to drive stick shift like a manual car? Yes. I actually learned to drive with a stick shift. The first car I drove was a stick shift. And at our driver's education class, the only car we had to drive was stick shift. So we didn't have a choice. (laughs) What about you? Uh, Same here. I love it. I think we may be the last generation of stick shift drivers. It's so sad because I think it's fun. I also learned to drive on a 1981 Volvo DL. Nice. Very old school car. And I remember bucking the car. (laughs) Yes. So many times. What does it mean to buck a car? Yeah, when you like switch gears and it kind of jumps, right? Because you you don't have the clutch and the gas at the right. (laughs) You're like pulling one, two. Like pop the clutch is what we call that. Pop the clutch. I remember being so scared because not only are you learning to drive and just navigate the road, but you're also learning to not make your car stall. So I saw yes. my friends learning on automatics and I thought, oh my gosh, I'm jealous. It seems so easy. I know doing. one time I was sort of going uphill and there was a car right behind me. Mm-hmm. And I knew that if I pulled it off too fast, you know, it would kind of roll backwards because yeah, as soon exactly. as you pull the brake, you have to like hit the gas. Yes. And I was really worried about rolling backward and hitting that car. And it's nice with automatic engines that doesn't happen anymore not nearly as bad yeah, it's like I always wondered what it would be like to live in San Francisco and drive an automatic because right. sorry, a manual because they have to park on the hills, right? How yes. the heck do you park a manual stick shift on a hill in San Francisco? It's so hard. <laughs> and I think you're right that it's kind of going away. My um, eldest daughter is about to learn to drive and we're not even going to teach her a stick okay. shift. None of our cars are manual okay. transmission. None okay. of the cars she'll be driving on. It's almost hard to find any ca- a car anymore that, yeah. um, that has yeah. a stick shift. Older vehicles mostly. 
Yeah, I think when we were kids, it was all my friends who weren't learning, you know, their parents were saying you should learn for safety, just because sort of mm-hmm. half the cars were manual at that time. But now it's a Not small, so it's only if you're getting like a sports car or something cool. Yeah, if they're intending to like, mm-hmm. for speed, be able to sh- mm-hmm. switch gears on their own. Yeah. I, ever, I wonder if every, every now and then I think there might be some weird situation where you have to drive a friend home and they happen to have a manual transmission right. and you wouldn't know. But I just think that's yeah. so rare anymore. <laughs> And it's funny how this has come forward in our language, though, which is what we're getting into today, guys. But first, Aubrey, we want to make sure our listeners know how they could get their fluency score, because what we're talking about today is a big part of fluency, but there's so much more to it, right? Yes, exactly. And you guys can find out your level in English. How fluent are you by going to allersenglish.com slash fluency score. And you'll also get free resources at your level. So check it out. Yes, I love it. And so today we have a question. I love when we have listener questions because that's what it's all about. Guys, send your questions in to lindsay at allersenglish.com. But this question is from Fernanda from Brazil. She's actually doing a postdoc at Harvard Medical School. And she had a really good question. Aubrey, would you be able to read the question for our listeners today? Yeah, she said, I have a question that may be useful for other students too. Recently, I heard from a colleague that he is changing gears. We were talking about work, moving from academia to industry, etc. Although I get that he's moving to another job, I'd like to know exactly what it means and in which situations I could use this expression. Can I, for example, use it in a job interview? That is an excellent question. (laughs) I'm excited we're talking about this today. I know, I know. And Fernanda is a loyal listener of Allers English for four years. Oh my gosh, she's been listening to our podcast for four years. That is fantastic. So we love these questions. And especially when you hear this out in the world being used. So this is such a good question, right, Aubrey? Exactly. So let's get into this because we do, you'll hear this. We So let's talk about what it means to change Mm -hmm. gears. And it is really related to how we use it for a car. So literally, when you say change gears, you're talking about a car transmission. When you switch to first to second gear. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot like how we use it when we use it idiomatically, changing direction, changing the gear you are in, whether that's at work or in life, making a big change. Yeah. Yeah, And this can be used in a lot of contexts and we're going to get into it right now. But I've also heard it actually more often when I was studying in Boston. It might be a Boston thing. I think it's common to say this in Boston, which is really interesting in academia, right? I heard it a lot Mm -hmm. in lectures as the professor was literally shifting gears or changing gears to a new topic, right? Yes, exactly. And the teacher will say, okay, let's change gears here and move on to this. You hear it all the time. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. But we have a sample sentence to start off for today. What is that, Aubrey? Yeah, so you might hear, I love studying biology, but next semester, I'm going to change gears and take a theater class. Mm, Okay, awesome. And is that would you also be able to say switch gears in that same exact sentence? What do you think? Yeah, I think that's a good Mm -hmm. point. This might be sort of regional, whether you hear people say change gears or switch gears. And I do think a lot of people use them both interchangeably, right? Because I I will, I think I use both. Okay, you say both? Okay. So for me, yeah, I think I say both. But I think again, a lot of times in Boston, I would hear more switch gears than change gears, but both will work. I also heard shift gears, but I think we're going to get to that in a little bit further in the episode. Yeah. Yes. So switching gears, I mean, what's the definition there? Yeah, I guess that just means to quickly or abruptly change what we're doing. So I do feel like there is a little bit of a different meaning, right? If we're talking Mm -hmm. about um, changing, making a big change, they would be like, okay, "Okay, I'm going to change gears with my career. And then often I think, yeah, if we say switch gears, it's more like the teacher would say like, let's switch what we're talking about. It's like, this is a quick change, a little more informal, maybe. 
Okay, got it. So you think it's kind of a slight difference, but really, I would say for our listeners, nothing to really sweat over, don't you yeah. think? I feel like in almost every case, you could either use either one and you're yeah. not making a mistake. Everyone's going to understand what you mean. Exactly. Exactly. I love it. So what would be some other examples? Let's move on with this and show some other examples of you know where else we would use this. She asked about the resume, job interview. What about those situations? Today, we're talking about using car vocabulary to make analogies and have more fun in English. This is a big part of fluency. Would you like to know exactly how fluent you are? Get your fluency score at allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, that's a good point. I think, um, well, so here's one example sentence, right? Mm-hmm. If you're... Um, like your teacher might say, let's take a quick break and then switch gears and talk about the upcoming presentation. And mm-hmm. then with change gears, when we're starting to work or develop in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's say in Fernanda's situation, right? Her calling, yeah. colleague was talking about work. So maybe for an example, someone might say, so I decided to change gears and get out of corporate law and I moved into nonprofit law. Yeah. Yeah. Have you taken any gear changes in your life? That sounds kind of weird. Aubrey, what about you? Do you have any stories of where you've really changed gears in terms of career track? Yeah, I guess so. I um after the twins first started school, I started looking into doing a law degree. Right. I was studying for the LSAT. I was thinking about completing yeah, law. I had actually law. been offered a job with a good friend at her adoption law firm. She was like, mm-hmm. if you can just get your law degree, I would love to have you come on as a partner, which was mm-hmm. exciting. But yeah. it just uh, the problem was I didn't do it early enough, right? If I had done my law degree right after my bachelor's, but once you have four kids and <laughs> You know, all these time constraints, it made it really difficult to complete law school, like night school. I know people do it, but feasibly, right, practically, it didn't work for me. So I wasn't able to make that gear change that I that I considered. And then I realized also, like, I love what I'm doing, right? My master's was in ESL. So I started looking more at like, I want to, you know, get a job that's flexible where I can use that. Yeah, it's funny. I feel like the typical story that I hear is people coming from a job they hate, like maybe, I mean, it's adoption law, which you told us before you were looking into adoption law. Mm-hmm. That sounds really cool. But I know, I hear stories about people who are in corporate law or IP law where they just hate their yeah. life. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> kind usually, of miserable. Yeah, yeah. Often you hear the story of people switching gears, right? Changing gears into a more low key, maybe they run an animal shelter or something, right? It's rare to find out at the beginning of your career, you're already doing something you love. Right. That's a really good point. And I think mm-hmm. with law, that happens a lot where you can get burned out because yeah. I know often with this career, it's synonymous with putting in tons of hours. Oh and and maybe especially if you're doing, um, for example, criminal justice law and if, if you feel moral 
struggles yeah. with what you're doing. I could see oh. someone really getting burned out and wanting to change gears. Yeah, I mean, that's hard because you go into something like criminal justice law or community law, right? Just really wanting to make a difference in the world. And, and, and then you might come up against reality where you become disillusioned. Right? right. So then you have to shift gears and change gears. Like what and move I'm doing into day to day is not what I thought. I don't mm. feel really happy or yeah. maybe challenged. Maybe it's sort of paperwork day after day that's repetitive. Yes. And yeah. you realize this is not what I want to be doing with my life. Oh, my God. So tough for me. I really have. I mean, I've really been in teaching ESL pretty much my entire career. The only major shift was kind of moving cities a couple of years ago, right? Shifting gears, moving mm. from Boston to Denver is a completely different lifestyle which if, I think it fits me really well, actually. Yeah, I, that is a big change, a change of lifestyle. We definitely mm -hmm. use also to say change gears, shift gears. I'm going to move to a place with a little bit slower pace, maybe. Yes. I also think about this if people um, make a goal like a fitness goal and they might mm. say, oh, I shifted gears and I'm making fitness a much more important part of my life, right? Ooh, I like that. I guess the typical times to do this, of course, are January, <laughs> New yes. Year's, and September are kind of the big kind of post kind of signposts, right? Where we make a change, but guys, you can do it anytime or you can shift gears at any time and change your life. Do we have any other examples, Aubrey, of how else we use it? Yeah, well, I, or, I think of a other ways very similar mm -hmm. um, phrasal yeah. verb of mm -hmm. veer towards or veer oh. away from. Right? right, which has a very similar meaning. And um, so we could say, for example, I want to veer toward the fashion industry and away from the makeup industry. I think you had a recent yeah. guest actually that used a very similar oh. example. Okay. And Excellent. yeah, I, uh, I hear that all the time. This is a really interesting phrasal verb. Instead of saying something more formal like, I have decided to change my profession, right, would use this yeah. phrasal verb instead to say, I'm going to kind of veer away from this. Yeah, this is such a connection topic. And this is an example of when you guys don't want to sound typical, you don't want to sound like a textbook, because then people won't really empathize with these changes that you've made that you're trying to explain to them, right? right. Uh, I love how veer, by the way, Aubrey, is also a car thing, right? The, the car veered oh, off the point. road. So this is all about car vocabulary in More a way. car idioms, right? That's a good way <laughs> to remember them, to think of them as related, shifting gears and a car veering toward yes. the center line or away onto the edge. Yeah, I love it. Guys, this is such a key skill. So we do have a little role play because we know that our listeners love to hear these really in use. And this is a scenario, Aubrey, we are at a job interview, right? Yes. Um, all right. I will interview right, so, you. Okay. All right. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> all right. So let's switch gears and talk about your work history. Great. I noticed you veered away from working with animals. Yes, I love animals, but I realized that I was more interested in working with humans. So I changed gears and I got into this field after my internship in 2015. I see. That's great. Yeah. I can definitely see this coming up in a job interview because this is such a native, natural way to talk about a job change in the past or something you've, if you're doing something different currently than your education is in, uh, you yes. know, a prospective employer might ask you about that. Yeah. And you need cool ways to say this, guys, because you need to focus on showing that employer why that adds value for them. This change you've made, you shouldn't be worrying about stumbling over the vocab. Use a cool natural vocabulary word and then focus on the value you're going to bring to your employer based on this change. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Really good yeah. idea. And this vocab is perfect. It's so natural native to either use shift gears, change gears, or to veer away from something. Practice using these so that you can use them in conversation and make those connections. It's all about yeah. what, you know, changes we have made and how we've become the person we are and everyone. That's just such an interesting thing to talk about. 
Yeah, it's so true. It kind of gives the feeling like you made a cool switch. You didn't have an abrupt, you know, mess in your life. You just in a cool way kind of moved in another direction. It was smooth. It kind of has that sense of composure to it in a way, I think. Exactly, Um, right? Just a way of sort of talking about how you changed course, which is kind of another bonus idiom that we, we use to talk about just sort of changing the direction we're headed. So good. So many bonuses. But before we finish up, I do know our listeners love us to go through these role plays here, Aubrey. So real quick, let's just break down the words we used in that role play. All right. So the first one you said, so let's, what'd you say? So I said, let's switch gears and talk Mm -hmm. about your work history. So clearly, you know, the previous questions were Mm -hmm. a little different. Maybe we were talking about your education. And so it would be natural to say, let's switch gears and talk about something very different. Yes. And guys, remember this next one also is you could say it when you're driving, right? Veer off the road. I said, you said, I noticed you veered away from working with animals, right? You moved yourself away, not necessarily an abrupt turn, but you just moved away from it, right? That's the other key, right? And what else, Aubrey? And then you said, I changed gears and got into this field after my internship. So again, this is a a little more usually for a big change. If you're changing Mm -hmm. fields as from what your education was or a very different job, if you just switch industries altogether to say, I changed gears. Yeah, it's kind of this whole thing is kind of in a way, it's the opposite of a 180, right? We're kind of, it feels more natural. It feels more smooth, the transition, doesn't it? In a sense. Yeah, definitely. And I think that is how it is for a lot of us. If we sort of change what we're doing, it's it's often something subtle, right? One opportunity leads to another and we kind of veer away and and change a little bit. And so I think this is very common. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You would never move your car 180 degrees in the opposite direction. You're going to roll it if you do that. (laughs) (laughs) So you would never do that with your career either. And you want to be able to articulate that, guys. So that's it. That's the skill for today. Such a good episode today, Aubrey. Where should our listeners go to get their fluency score? Yes, go to allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. And don't forget you get free resources. So it's a win-win. Awesome. I love it. I'll see you in the next one. Take care, Aubrey. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.